How's everybody doing? Um, I just decided to do this midweek kind of uh, special. I don't like to call it special because it's depressing. Uh, portion of sociologists talking real shit because shit. I mean, is there anything more real than Black Death? And it just seems like no matter how hard some of us work on this, others just don't seem to get it, particularly those in charge. And I'm here because to talk about the shooting of Jacob Blake, there's going to be so much that's going to be coming out about this story as it unfolds and it emerges. And it's going to be used to justify the shooting of Jacob Blake, you know, because there's now already a video that shows that there was a tussle between Jacob Blake and these police officers, you know, before uh, they shot him in the back seven times. And people are going to say, you know, what, you know, what did you expect the police to do? They just got into a fight. Allegedly, there was a knife involved. He was walking to his car. How do they know they don't have a gun, right? And, you know, I would say if we could trust the PD and the PD wasn't killing us, PD is in the police department, the Popo, okay? If they weren't killing us at the rate that they've been killing us, these might be legitimate questions. But the question people don't seem to ask is, what led up to the confrontation in the first place? What was the need to put hands on Jacob, Jacob Blake in the first place? And we don't know this yet. I mean, there's something about how he was called. they were called there for a domestic violence dispute, while some of the witnesses were saying that Jacob Blake was actually there to break up and broke up the dispute. Uh, even then, why does it have to escalate at this point? And, and some of you would be like, well, come on, James. You know, really, like those police officers have to protect themselves. All right. I agree that police officers should have to protect themselves. But why did they think Jacob Blake was that much of a threat that they had to pull guns on or even take him to the ground? When we see countless examples of what happens when white people act aggressively, violently, threatening, and no one gets shot. Why can't we be treated like them? I mean, you can go as many times as you want. Bundy Ranch. If you don't know the story, Cliven Bundy is this rancher who's been uh, grazing his cattle on, on federal land and not paying the fees he agreed to pay. And part of this agreement says that they are supposed to confiscate his cattle. So when the federal marshals show up to confiscate his cattle, what ends up happening is they're met with a group of people you know, carrying automatic weapons. They're up on the freeway overpass training guns down on federal marshals. There's a guy marching back and forth, holding his, his sidearm by his head and staring at these federal marshals. And no one gets shot. You know what they did instead? They went away. Clive and Bundy violates the law. He refuses to, to, uh, to acquiesce to these federal marshals. And still, they walk away. Why? Because they don't want to have a shootout with a bunch of white guys, white folks with guns. They won't kill nobody that day. Later on, someone does get shot in this group when they decide to take over an indigenous museum and refuse to leave. And they make threats against law enforcement saying, if I, one gentleman in particular says, if I got to get in a shootout and, and kill a police officer, I will. Well, that same gentleman, as they try to run a roadblock, 
does reach in to get his gun twice before he gets shot you know, and killed at that point. Right. But he had to reach in there to go twice. Look at Open Carry, Texas. You can see these videos of Open Carry, Texas, where they literally challenge police officers with firearms, with, with rifles attached to them about their rights to carry and refuse to follow the instructions of police officers. And nobody fucking gets shot. Not a single person. You know, they're not being brave because they know they ain't going to get shot because they're white. And even white people with automatic weapons are not seen as much of a threat as a black person with no weapons at all or possibly maybe having a knife. This shit is ridiculous. And then there was that group in Michigan who decided to take over the state capitol and carry firearms into the state capitol. And even in threatening ways to where the governor didn't feel safe to go into the safe capital accost legislators. No one gets shot. <laughs> Why the fuck do we not have the right not to get shot? Why can't they just sometimes go away? Why is it that they can't de-escalate and only seem to be able to escalate a problem like this? It's really important to look at how police officers handle situations beforehand, because sometimes you're going to hear arguments from people that these police officers' lives were in danger and they had no choice. But the question is, did they do something that put their lives in danger in the first place? All right. The perfect example of this is Tamir Rice. They pulled up on Tamir Rice, this 13-year-old boy. They end up shooting, killing him within a matter of seconds of getting out of the car because he was reported to have a gun or a BB gun and playing with it by a gazebo. Now, what did they do? They pulled up literally right next to him. Why didn't they pull away at a safe distance where they can take the time to determine if this young boy, this boy, this child was playing with a BB gun? Why couldn't they do that for Tamir Rice? Why did his little black life not matter enough for them to think about not just keeping themselves safe, but keeping Tamir Rice safe? And don't give me this politics of respectability bullshit either about what, what their criminal records were like. None of that shit matters. The police are not judge, jury, and executioner. And those who think they are should be ran out of the force and probably put in a jail cell themselves so they do are not a harm to others. So, now the NBA decides to boycott. And I already know what some people are saying. Why don't they just shut up and dribble? Because, motherfucker, listen carefully. We are done tap dancing for your fucking ass. Do you understand that part? We are not your goddamn dancing fucking chimp that doesn't think about ourselves, our brothers and sisters, and our children who are getting shot and killed by police officers. You all wouldn't have wanted a game. In fact, you didn't want a game after 9-11. 
This is our 9-11. You'll be like, 3,000 people died in 9-11. How many people died at the hands of police officers and lynch mobs? Uh, they're African-American descent in this country. Oh, man, you know, Doc Rivers was right. Doc Rivers was completely right when he said it's amazing why we, as Black people, keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. You love for us to sing for you. You love for us to fucking tap dance for you. You love for us to dribble a fucking basketball. But hell, if you love us when we challenge you in the boardroom, when the classroom, or in the other spaces that you think are your domain where we're not entertaining you. Well, guess what? Basketball players just serve notice to you that they're more than just entertainers. They're human beings. And if you can't accept that, if you can't see why they should not be playing tonight, let me tell you that's one of the tests on if you're a racist or not. Your lack of empathy, your lack of ability to see the humanity of us and think that we're not just here to shuck and jive for you. That shit's done. We're done. And those of you who say, hey, what are police officers supposed to do at, at this point? Motherfuckers, you created this problem. If you wouldn't have been doing all these extrajudicial killings in the first place, you wouldn't be asking that question now. We had respected the few times where you real, your lives were really under threat. But damn, you lie so much about your life being under threat. What did Tamir Rice threaten you with? A BB gun? Oscar Grant was handcuffed face down. How the hell was he a threat? We can go on and on and on. The only thing that's a threat is our black skin. That's what the threat is. Now, I want to say this too. I am afraid this shit is playing directly into Donald Trump's hands. He, oh, he is so going to use this shit. The fucking racist and chief. But I'm going to say we need to make these marches about Black Lives Matter, about the police, but we also need to make them about Donald Trump because they are about Donald Trump. And don't get me mistaken, this shit's going to happen under Joe Biden too. We need to hold Joe Biden responsible. But Donald Trump, he's lying to you now. He's acting like he gives a fuck about it. The same brother, the same brother that sat there and wanted death penalty for the Central Park Five, where four of them were under the age of 18 for a crime they did not commit because they were black men who, or, or who were accused of raping a white woman. That same brother we're supposed to believe cares about our black lives? That's what the problem is right now. We feel there is no way in hell his Justice Department is going to actually investigate police officers. See, we've always had to rely on that. First, RDA doesn't do their job, okay, because they work with the police department. And then what ends up happening is the Justice Department has to come in, redo an investigation, do a whole report and another trial. Anybody think they're going to get that shit from Donald Trump? And then this motherfucker has a nerve to double down 
by sending the National Guard. Well, no, excuse me. He didn't send the National Guard. The state sent the National Guard. He wants to send federal troops. Send them to Portland. Is now talking about sending Wisconsin. You know, is it a coincidence that Wisconsin is also a battleground state? Figuratively and literally, it's the new bloody Kansas. We can't do four more years of Donald Trump. This shit's about Donald Trump, too. This shit's about the racist in chief. This dude complained and wanted for Colin Kaepernick fired. And he got it. And others like him for just kneeling. Talked about beating up peaceful protesters. Send tear gas so he can take his little fucking walk to the church into Black Lives Matter protesters. Oh yeah, Donald, this shit is about you. Why do you think so many white people are showing up? It ain't just all of a sudden there's sudden realization that black people have been getting killed. It's because they hate Donald Trump. See, for some white people, this is a come to Jesus moment, right? Where you can't separate the similarities in your feelings to what Donald Trump has said and what he says and feels out loud. And you're trying to make that distinction. By saying, I'm not that guy. And a lot of you are trying not to be that guy or that woman. You are definitely trying at this point. Ain't trying hard enough. Ain't trying hard enough. Because some of you I know are like, I'm just so tired of this. You tired of it? You tired of it? Live our lives. We've been tired of this shit forever. America, you got a lot of work to do. And Doc Rivers is right. Why do we continue to support and love you when you don't love us back? It's your turn. It's your turn. Demonstrate you love us. Hold police officers accountable. And police officers, stop doubling down on your bullshit. You feel under threat. I would have loved to give y'all something to laugh at. I would have loved to give y'all something to make you feel good at this moment. I'd have even loved to start this with, with my son talking, you know, talking about the show and stuff and, and some music. Same one of those times. If you feel triggered, good. If this makes you feel bad, good. Now go do something. I'm not talking about you got run into the streets and protests and stuff. I'm concerned with COVID and I'm concerned with our side catching COVID. All right. Because we need our side for the long fight. But damn it, you need to start holding your, your legislators accountable. Your congressmen, your senators, your president, your state, your state representatives, your city representatives accountable. We need to defund the police. We need to move that money into communities to support communities 
so that young people have opportunity. And when they get opportunity, guess what's going to happen? You're going to see crime rates drop in our neighborhood because people don't commit crimes because they're bad people. They commit crimes because they have fewer choices. Been there, done that. Now that I got choices, oh, hell no, I ain't going to be doing shit like that. Look, you either in it to win it with us or we fighting you. That's the bottom line. And those of you who are also oppressed will fight on my side. I will fight along yours as well. Those of you who cross that racial line, those of you who set aside gender for the moment or sexuality, those of you who do, aren't documented and you fight with us, I guarantee I will be there to fight with you. Because if you are only interested in yourself and your group, you ain't interested in social justice. You're interested in social just us. And we need some allies on this one. We tired. We've been working a long ass time. And hell yeah, you saying me hearing me say shit like we, because this shit is not just for you. This shit is for my people. I love y'all. And I'm tired.